Hey, good morning. Come on in. Welcome to Life, Laughs, and Real Estate. You know, I'm recording this today, uh, this morning down in Naples, Florida. It is just a breathless, beautiful day down here, 80 degrees. I've got another week down here, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm just so grateful that I, I'm not in uh, the sub-zero temperatures of Lake Forest in the Midwest. Anyway, I would like to talk about absorption today, or the absorption metric, uh, the absorption rate, the rate of absorption. It's actually the most accurate uh, way to get an idea of where a market is. Uh, is it soft? Uh, do, the, do the sellers control it, or is it weak? Do the buyers control it? Uh, and it's actually someone who's brain dead can figure this out. It's really, really simple. Uh, so it really takes two components. One is the trailing 12 months of sales and then divided by how many homes are currently available for sale. So you can do this anywhere. You could do it in Nepal. You can do it in Palm Beach. You can do it in Sevilla, Spain. It, it, anywhere uh, where people sell real, residential real estate, you can uh, figure out the absorption rate. And it creates a, uh, it's a time period. Is it one month to absorb all the properties? Is it one year to absorb all the properties? Uh, all you need to do, like if you're moving from Denver to uh, wherever, New York, and uh, you want to know how many condominiums are, what's the market like? Is it hot? Is it soft? Uh, do I have to act quickly or can I dictate, um, dictate the, se the, the, the sale? Uh, because there's so much inventory and your budget is between a half a million and a million dollars so you reach out to a, a realtor and you find out yes to two questions one what is the trailing 12 months how many properties have sold between half a million dollars and a million dollars in the last 12 months you get that figure. Let's say it's 120. Then you ask the question, how many are currently available for sale between half a million dollars and a million dollars? And let's say there's 10. Well, if 10 properties are available and 120 sold in the last 12 months, that would give you an absorption rate of one month. Typically, a market of six months or less is very healthy. You get to one month, uh, that is a white, hot market. And if you're a buyer, you better uh, come in with cash, be prepared to, to deal with multiple offers. Conversely, if you talk to, when you're talking to the broker in New York, your, budget, your, your, your budget's higher and you, you want to know what's, uh, what it is between $3 million and $5 million, the trailing 12 months is 200 properties. 200 properties sold between three and five million. And there's currently 400 on the market. That absorption is two years. In other words, if no other properties come on the market, it's gonna take two years to absorb the 400 that are currently on the market.
Now, in that marketplace, you are you you can dictate as a buyer. You can just dictate uh, terms. You can dictate all kinds of things because the sellers are are dying uh, to to see offers, and the market is very soft. I, I can't stress enough how easy it is. <clears throat> and as all my listeners know, they know I, I'm just a firm believer. It's all about uh, inventory. Inventory. Uh, drives price inventory, drives a market, uh, and for many years we had a ton of inventory, and the uh, the buyers were in control. And it's only since COVID, really, or the last, you know, we're moving into the fourth year now of uh, uh, a market where there's not a lot of choices for the buyers, and uh, there's a ton of buyers. And so the absorption has become, has gone from maybe two, three, four years down to two, three, four months. And uh, so absorption, if you've ever learned anything from me, uh, know that you can be a guru, a real estate guru, by just calling anywhere. It doesn't matter where it is. Absolutely doesn't matter. You get the trailing 12 months of sales in a given price point. You find out how much is current, uh, how many uh, homes are currently available in that price point, and you're going to get an, abs- uh, 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 an absorption rate. One month, one year, five years, whatever. And that'll tell you where you're in the market, and that's going to allow you to, um, when you make, the tra- make a, uh, a purchase uh, or a sale, it's going to put you in a much better position. You know, I think I want to talk about um, givers, takers, people who live to give versus live to take. You know, I, I'm a guy who lives to give uh, versus take. I, I just have a great respect and, and, and uh, people who have got to me just a, a ton of character, those who uh, give of their time, give of their money. Um, and those those people, they're not concerned uh, what they might get in return, like a thank you or a pat on the back or a tax break or recognition. That's why a lot of people give anonymously. They just they just don't they they get so much fulfillment from just knowing they can help other people, and uh, uh, typically, I believe it just all stems from a really big heart. And again, it reveals character. Um, takers, takers are, in my opinion, uh, feel entitled. Uh, and I bet takers are, if I had to guess, they're, they're probably arrogant, probably ignorant, and typically ungrateful, selfish souls. I mean, I've got really very little room in my life for people like that. Just don't. You know, people who just think of themselves and no one else. And unfortunately, I, I know several. Living to give. Live to give versus live to take. Things have changed greatly over the last three or four decades. It's, it's like honorability is kind of like just gone by the wayside you're you're either honorable you're either an honorable person or you're a justifier 
I think honorable people, they just do the right thing. It doesn't matter the cost, whether it's money or time. They just, they do the right thing. They, they've got character, they have heart, they do the right thing. And um, whereas justifiers, they're going to justify why they screwed you. You know, and typically uh, it's about money. I mean, I, I look at the Live Golf Tour as, as an example. Honorable versus justifier. It was a money grab. Uh, it was not about titles or winning titles or championships. It was about taking the money. And boy, did they justify why they did it. I think it's interesting that, you know, the NFL players, every NFL player wants to win a Super Bowl. The interesting thing is, uh, I'd say most, if not all football players, covet the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, which is an award that goes to uh, a player who does amazing things off the field. Live to give. You know, I, I think there's, whether you have money or don't have money, if you won the lottery and you walked into $100 million, $100 million was given to you, I, I just really believe that there's many people, the honorable people, uh, whether they had money or didn't have money, or they're going to take a nice chunk of that money and they're going to create some type of foundation, some type of charitable, charitable trust that can uh, give to less uh, f- fortunate people. Spread it around uh, versus the justifiers, those people, the takers. Most likely they'll deposit 100% into their uh, Vanguard account. <laughs> and it's just, that's just the way it is. Let's face it. It's really nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Episode 13 of Life, Laughs, and Real Estate. If anyone wants to talk to me, uh, email me uh, about the absorption rate or being a giver, living to give versus take, uh, please feel free to uh, send me an email at chris at chrischristoff.com. Please make sure to include your phone number because I might just give you a jingle. Otherwise, have a great day.